that was so dramatic sounding. It was really dramatic. That was just but me, only. as usual, bumping my mic stand. Hello and welcome. To Perhaps the- it's you presents a pupcast. Hero Dogs pupcast. And we actually have pups in this one, not just yeah. pigeons and pigs. I think this is all pups. It is. <gasps> no cats in sight. This is a 100% hero pupcast. Pup hero cast. Dogs. Here we are to talk about the heroes that live among us in dog form. Thanks for tuning in. This is not a regular episode. Apologize for that. But we were in the Chicago... We were at the Chicago True Crime Podcast Festival. And we weren't able to record a regular episode. Yes. So we're here for you with a podcast. And I honestly wish we always were doing a podcast and not an Unsolved Mysteries. I don't really know why we didn't make that podcast. But now we're committed. But we were inspired by Unsolved Mysteries and its discussion of hero dogs to make a podcast. So we had to make the Unsolved Mysteries podcast first. And now we're like stuck doing that, unfortunately. (laughs) But every once in a while we do an episode dedicated to hero dogs and i had thought of a couple that i was surprised we hadn't covered yet and i was like we got to do another one excellent pop cast pop cast pop cast we got the pop cast chant we're here <laughs> with some hero pups to my talk about. my dogs are not here you know why because they're not heroes neither are mine they're just mangy mutts that <laughs> shit on gifts shit on shadow boxes and try to eat my scones and lenny mm. will drink my juice <laughs> He'll, like, put his tongue in there and try to lap up juice out of a cup. <sighs> He's so bad. Why is he so bad? We love them anyway. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first or I should really I? really do love that bastard. Okay. I have a local story first. Ooh. This is Duke. I he think I know this dog. the mayor of a small yes. town in Minnesota. He's so fluffy. He was a 13-year-old Great Pyrenees, and he was the uh, mayor of Cormant Village. And according to this article on the Huffington Post, one of Minnesota's most popular, good-natured, and fluffiest politicians. Probably the most popular and the fluffiest. Here he is, wearing a hat that says mayor on it. Look how cute he is. Oh my god. Uh, His responsibilities included appearing in parades and acting as an ambassador for the town. He uh, won every election that he was in. (laughs) Of course he did. Uh, people would like pay a. This doesn't sound like a very legal election. You had to pay a dollar at a bar to vote. It was kind of like a fundraiser thing. And the only time he didn't get all the votes was one time one dollar was put in for his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, scandalous! <laughs> I know. And really, I think this town was just small enough that it never had a mayor. And then yeah, someone, it's probably just a ceremonial was like, position. Hey, you know that dog, that farm dog we all like, Duke? What if he was mayor? And that <laughs> joke, I love this. That joke just like got out of control. And then the dog like was the mayor, <laughs> and it actually like brought like attention and tourism to their small town because who doesn't love a giant fluffy white dog wearing a little top hat that literally says mayor on it? And we've talked about this before that animals. Like, we'll bring tourists to your town. Yeah. Japan knows this. They got the cats. He was first elected as a write-in candidate in 2014 and was elected a total of four times. The, oh, yeah, and the only time he didn't get all the votes was one vote that was cast for his girlfriend's Lassie. His girlfriend's name is Lassie? Yes. Adorable. I mean, unfortunately, Duke, after retiring, he's passed away at the age of 13. He's no longer with us. Uh, the town has just decided it doesn't need a mayor now. <laughs> no one could ever live up to yes, Duke. Yes, because everybody in this town loved Duke. And so once Duke was gone, they're like, I guess we don't need a mayor. Like, I mean, fair. 
Look at him at this event where he's like on a couch. <laughs> he's wearing his little top hat. That's the cutest picture. Oh my god. So yeah, he was the I suppose technically the honorary mayor. Um that <laughs> was elected at an election that was really more of a fundraiser, kind of not really an election. Apparently, there was a town song about him, but when I was looking this up on the NPR website, it literally just says, soundbite of archived recording, and there wasn't a way to play it. Oh. But apparently the song went, he's Duke, he's Duke, he's the mayor of this town, he's Duke, he's Duke. Very creative. So, I, we could try to put that to music, I guess. He's Duke. He's Duke. He's the mayor of this town. He's Duke. He's Duke. Yeah. And apparently, he was, like, the sweetest dog. And if, like, five children tried to sit at him at once, he didn't even care. Mm-hmm. And everybody in his town just loved him. And he, he, he served four one-year terms as honorary mayor. So, 28 dog years. <laughs> Oh, good boy, Duke. Good boy, Duke. I hope they build a statue to Duke. I mean, it sounds like this is the sort of place that would memorialize him, and he seems like he was a really good boy. Oh, And was. also, there's a joke on the show Veep about a town in Iowa having a dog mayor, and then that dog eats some chocolate and dies, and a character on the show becomes the first human mayor <laughs> of that town, and it's considered this great accomplishment that it's not a dog anymore. And I assume that's a reference to Duke. I assume. So he's made it into, like, mainstream pop culture, which Good is pretty impressive. Boy, Duke. All right, I have a story that, it, this is from CBC News in Canada, and the the title of the article is Good Girls, Okanagan Dogs Honored for Protecting Owner After Crash. These were sent in. I asked on Twitter if people had some hero dog stories, and I'm a kitten on Twitter. Okay, Recommended thank you. this one. So, thank you to them. All right. Dogs protected Matthew Smith and kept him warm and eventually went for help, says wife. Lady... <laughs> says why oh my god i better not be quoted in anything ever like <laughs> da, just da, wife. says wife yeah that's not not great it'll be like get out there and solve some fucking mysteries you bitches says wife <laughs> no lady, not okay lady and ruth are two okanagan dogs and they were honored for saving the life of their owner in april ni- or april i almost said 19 <laughs> We just came off of a recording on Solved Mysteries episode. April 2017, Matthew Smith describes his lo- his loyal pooches, Lady Aww. and Ruth, as top dogs. <laughs> That's not how I describe my dogs, but go on. The Yellow Lab Border Collie mixes were honored for heroism by pet food company Purina on Monday for protecting Smith after a terrible rollover crash in April 2017. They were pretty loyal, Smith told Radio West host Sarah Penton. I think they knew I was in trouble. He said he was driving his truck in, on Westside Road north of Kelowna, British Columbia at the time of the incident. Smith of Killaney Beach, a small community north of Okanagan City, doesn't remember much about the crash itself, but credits Lady and Ruth for staying with him, keeping him warm on the chilly night, and then eventually going for help. What good dogs. According to Lara Smith, Matthew's wife, Matthew broke almost all of his ribs, broke his collarbones, lacerated his liver, and suffered a brain injury. She says it's believed that he tried to go for help after the crash, but collapsed and may have spent two and a half to three hours passed out near his truck, which rolled down an embankment. What a nightmare. The dogs weren't injured and never left his side, Lara said. They huddled together with him for hours to keep him warm. Then they attracted the attention of a stranger who followed them to the crash scene and called 911. 
Would Lenny do this for me? I, I would like to think so. Okay. The only reason the guy who found him was able to find him was because the dogs brought him back, Lara said. Matthew Smith says his recovery is going well. He is regaining his cognitive function and expects to be able to walk again. He says, it's coming along. I'm feeling pretty good. Lady and Ruth, in addition to being inducted to the Purina Animal Hall of Fame, are getting extra snuggles and treats for their efforts, the Smiths say. They're so cute. There's a photo. Look them up. They're adorable. They're and so fluffy. The best dogs. Yeah. Yeah, they stayed with him for three hours and then got help. I Honestly, I'm not sure Lenny would do that. Yeah, but I'm not sure if my dogs would When either, I cry, but... he does, like, come and run over to me to oh, make sure I'm okay. That's sweet. He's a hero. Is he? Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, let's just say yes. He's a hero in our hearts. I mean, I love that little bastard. <laughs> so, yes. Is it my turn? Yes. All right, I'm going to talk about a dog I cannot believe we haven't brought up yet. Okay, like Balto? Laika the space dog. Oh, sure. How have we not talked about Laika? Unlike you and Balto, I know who this is. Oh my god, you're never going to let that go. (laughs) It'll be my funeral, and Samantha will be like, can you believe Liz had never heard of Balto? (laughs) And someone will be like, yeah, she also died in that tragic, you know, whatever. Car accident where her dog ran away and didn't save her. (laughs) Yeah, and Lenny immediately went, I'm out, and left. And it's really sad. And you'll be like, yeah, really sad that she didn't know who Balto was. <laughs> That's going to be you. Okay. Like at the space dog. Uh, this is one of, one of the first animals sent into space, but was the first animal to go into orbit around the Earth, paving the way for human space flight in upcoming years. And this is on Wikipedia. There's a picture of Laika in a little space harness. Cute. <sighs> oh, oh, my goodness. So... Laika was originally a stray from the streets of Moscow who was selected to be the occupant of the Soviet spacecraft Sputnik 2 and was launched into outer space on November 3rd, 1957. Now I'm just sad. I'm sad for Laika. Yeah, this is ultimately sad. But still a hero, I think, in helping with the space quest, but... I mean, how many, Against, <laughs> how many dogs are in history books, right? Yeah, like, we all like about has Laika. a lasting legacy. Okay, so little was known about the impact of space play on living creatures at the time of the mission, and the technology to deorbit had not been developed. So Laika's survival was never expected, and they sent her into space knowing she was never going to come back. They weren't, they weren't sure at the time if humans were going to be able to survive the launch and the conditions of outer space. So the purpose of this test, I think they'd already sent some like mice and smaller animals, was to see like what would happen when a mammal was in space. So heroically, Laika was sent into orbit so that they could see if they, she would survive being launched and the, um, you know, like low gravity environment. And that paved the way for humans to go into space. Um, it turns out that Laika died within hours from overheating. And it was probably caused by a failure to the... Oh, I'm sure this will mean so much to you. A failure to the central R7 sustainer. Sure. To I know separate exactly what that from is. the payload. Uh-huh. The true cause and time of her death were not made public in 2002, until 2002. It had been widely reported that she died out of died from lack of oxygen on day six, whereas the Soviet government initially claimed that she was euthanized prior to oxygen depletion because people thought the whole thing was a little bit cruel. So they were sort of trying to downplay sure. uh, the, I don't know, the, like his death. The other important thing about this is that it, 
sort of sparked a conversation about the ethics of animal testing, which wasn't something that people had really been considering up to this point. So that was like a critical moment in that timeline as well. Sure. Um, in 2008, Russian officials unveiled a monument to Laika, which is what I like to hear. It is a monument in her honor built by the by the military research facility in Moscow that shows Laika prepared to fly into space. It is a dog standing on top of a rocket. Amazing. Yes. She also appears on the Monument to the Conquerors of Space in Moscow, which is just a great fucking name. That's amazing. We don't know how to name things here. Like, how much better is a Monument to the Conquerors of Space? And there's a dog on it? And there's a dog on it. Amazing. Um, I mean, this is something you can look into more if you're interested. There's a ton of information about, like, uh, here's a Russian stamp that... That shows Laika, which I think is cool. Um, The reason they picked a stray animal was because they thought they had already knew how to survive extreme conditions of cold and hunger. Which is callous, but probably true. At the time, Laika was probably three years old. And she had several nicknames, which translated into from Russian into Little Curly, Little Bug, or Little Lemon. Oh, cute. Mm. So sweet. Oh, like your memory lives on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, wait, what else is there? So there's a statue and a plaque to her at the Russian Cosmonaut Training Facility. She's in the Monument to the Conquerors of Space. There was four other dogs who died on Soviet space missions, um, and I'm not going to say their names, and um, there's also a film called My Life as a Dog from 1985, um, which is like a fictionalized account of Laika's life, and there was also a graphic novel that came out in 2007. Oh, Laika, we remember you. You were a hero. Yes. And if I had had a girl dog, I would have named her Laika, but I got two scoundrels instead. (laughs) All right. I have another Canadian hero dog story. This one is from the Huffington Post, and it's titled Canadian Dogs Honored for Heroic Actions by Joining Purina Animal Hall of Fame. Are Canadian dogs more heroic than American dogs? I think we can all say yes. Probably. I would say yes. I don't know for sure, but it sounds right. They're, like, inspired by the Mounties, I assume. I assume. So, on New Year's Eve... (laughs) <laughs> or Degrassi, one or the other. Yeah, probably Ketchup Degrassi. Chips. Yep. I mean, I'm inspired by Degrassi every day, so. It really guides our lives. Whatever it takes, <laughs> I'm gonna make it through. <laughs> have I watched a lot of Gen- Degrassi Next Generation? You bet I have. Can you watch some later today? <gasps> you just, like, really caught my interest. Great Everybody idea. know which characters on Degrassi you think me and Samantha are. Let us know. I would be so curious. Let us know. All right. It was New Year's Eve and Brittany Cosgrove was in a very deep sleep. She woke to her brand new dog, Leo, barking incessantly. She had brought him home from Ottawa to her Vancouver apartment only a week before. At first, Cosgrove thought Leo was barking because there was someone in the house. She got up to check it out and discovered a fire was burning (gasps) through her apartment. She says, when I opened the bathroom door, I saw fire dripping from the ceiling onto the floor, and there was a big black hole in the bathroom. Oh my god. Uh, Leah was my fire alarm, Cosgrove says. I don't even think I would have, I would be here if Leah wasn't there. Her pup is one of three dogs being honored by Purina for saving their owners' lives. The Purina Animal Hall of Fame inducts three pets every year who have done something incredible to help humans. Cosgrove and the other owners 
will receive $5,000 and a yearly supply of Purina dog food for their heroic pets. Cosgrove says, it just takes my breath away um, when talking about the honor of the prize. She says the money will jumpstart me and get my life back together again after the fire. Aww. Her belongings were all taken away because the building uh, had asbestos. So, uh, not great. She says that the Purina Animal Hall of Fame shows that animal senses um, can be even better than our own. The oh, other winners... Way better than our own. This is 2017. The other winners that year were Skylar, who got help for his owner, Grace Goheen, after she broke her hip and was stranded alone for hours without a phone. Hmm. And a, a dog named Becky Joe, who helped her <laughs> owner, Tracy, after she was knocked unconscious and dragged through the desert by a horse. So oh the my horse God. is not the hero in that story. It's no! The, <laughs> the horse is the, the, uh, cha- the chaotic neutral in that story. Skyler's owner is quoted as saying, animals need to be recognized for the selfless things that they do for people. Skyler lay down beside me, and by this time it was quite dark, she said in an interview, but the sense of peace came over me and my fear disappeared because Skyler was there. I thought, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I'm going to be okay. Hmm. A neighbor heard stra- says that they heard strange noises, which were actually Goheen calling for help and drove over to check it out. Um, Goheen said, I thought, hallelujah. I said to my dog, there's Mike, go find Mike. And Skylar ran to retrieve a mitten she had dropped hours before, bringing it to Mike and eventually leading him to where Goheen was stranded. Um, she says, we have a language, people have words, but dogs do heroic deeds that speak for themselves. Wow. So, Canada honoring its hero dogs. Yeah, you seem to have the most heroic dogs around. They do. We should make monuments to all of them. Can you imagine waking up? You're, like, half asleep. You're groggy. There's fire dripping from the ceiling and literally a hole in the floor. And you can, like, see into the, like, I don't know, next target below you. Yeah, you wake up, your dog's barking. You think they just need to You're fucking like, oh go outside my and God, sniff something. Shut up, Lenny. They're waking you up because they don't need to go to the bathroom. They just want to, like, sniff some grass. Right. Yeah. And then suddenly there's smoke and fire. And you're like, wait, can I see into the apartment below me? That's bad. Yeah. And then the building has asbestos? That sucks. Horrible. The only good thing in that whole situation, hero dog. Yeah. And then Purina honored them and gave them some prize money. He's Duke. He's Duke. He's the mayor (laughs) Mayor of of our our town. town. He's Duke. He's Duke. Duke. I mean, I don't know if there's any more of that song. I don't know. (laughs) That might be it. I'm totally in favor of dog mayors. Yes, and songs. And child mayors and songs about them. We could probably have a dog president and be better off. So one hundred percent, we would be better. Maybe off. we should think about whose dog Who's should be president. Whose dog should not be my not dogs, mine. No, but uh, there's got to be a, a sensible dog. There is absolutely a qualified dog out there to be president. <laughs> Just any. That'll be my bumper sticker. Any dog. Twenty twenty. Did you see the recent article that woman who was on America's Got Talent with her dancing dogs, and she no. had her dog dance with her at her wedding? I feel like that dog would make a great president. It's obviously very smart. <laughs> Sure. Well, I haven't seen it, but my that the dancing dog's got my vote. Me, mine too. Yeah. There's an episode of King of the Hill where he's learning to dance with his dogs, and they like his dog, and they like go to a competition, and it's really cute. <laughs> I'm all in favor of a dancing dog being president. Yeah. Maybe every political position should be just filled with dogs and a top hat, and they can all wear top hats. Yeah. And we'll be better off for it. I mean, if you can take anything away from this horrible presidency it's the we would just yeah be better off without one at all yeah like instead just of a, someone just a symbolic dog president or just like a bookend or just <laughs> a rock 
Like a lump of coal. <laughs> yeah. Any, like someone caught, like instead of having causing problems, you would just have nothing. I mean, that'd be a relief be to us all at this yeah. point. Just, yeah. A statue of Laika. Sure. <laughs> Maybe just a ceramic dog we bought at a thrift store. <laughs> we just paint president on the side of it. Sure. That's nothing are- but respect for my president. These are- the statue <laughs> of a dog. <laughs> okay. I think that's a quality podcast. We'll have an Unsolved Mysteries episode for you next week. And pretty soon there'll be a Patreon bonus episode about mummies. Oh, mummies. I'm so excited. Look forward to that. Also, we may be throwing a friend a mummy-themed baby shower because she's going to be a mummy. Get it? Get it? So if you have any ideas... Send them our way. For mummy baby... Guess how excited I am. So excited. Very excited. Other than make food that's shaped like pyramids and watch old mummy movies. Let us know what your ideas are. Yeah, because... No... Baby shower games. We're not going to wrap anyone Ew. in toilet paper. No. Gross. As tempting as that may sound because it's mummy themed, that's not happening. <laughs> no games. No games. Uh, like, give me like food suggestions or I don't know. Decorations. Party favors. Yeah. All that. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think mummies. that's it. <laughs> we know what's great in this world? Mummies and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Those are things that I like. Yes. Oh, hello. <laughs> Did we ever say what our names were? I don't this know. This time? Doesn't matter. They know us. Okay. You're not listening to the podcast, having never listened to this show before. Probably not. Doubt- so, doubtful. All of our social media stuff remains the same. It's the perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it's you. It's you. Uh, we have a website, perhaps it's you.com. You can email us. If you have a suggestion of a heroic animal story, we would love it. Send us your favorite hero dog stories. Or hero animal. I mean, I did a pigeon once. It could be anything. <laughs> That's perhaps it's you podcast at gmail.com. You should hire me to write an like article about heroic animals. Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Please do that. Get in touch. Get in touch. I would love to do that. <laughs> you can also- I'm just going to put that out into the universe in case it could happen because that sounds really fun. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, you can give us a little bit of extra money and get bonus content at per- uh, patreon.com slash perhaps is you. I had a hard time saying that. Uh, and I think that's everything we need to plug. Also, if you're signed up for Patreon, make sure your payments are going through because we had like 10% of people's credit cards declined this time around. And I don't know if that's just you don't want to tell us that you're not going to do it anymore so you didn't update your credit card information or if there's like a problem with Patreon. So just if you're not getting stuff. Yeah, maybe check that out. Check that out. Make sure that your information is up to date. Patreon has been known to be weird. Yeah. From time to time. We've like... Basically, always everything has gone through, and then this time it was like 10% of people's cards didn't go through, and I was like, that's weird. That seems like a lot. But I don't really know what to do about that. No. So, just check and make sure it's working for you. Right, because you're going to want to get that bonus content. Yeah. Okay. That's all. We love you. Bye. Solve some mysteries. Uh, Elect some dogs. Elect some dogs. Yes. (laughs) 